I'm Weebeeb. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting oh, Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232. I love listening to the music of Alberto and Kimberly Rivera, which you're listening to now. Your mercies none can It is amazing to me the gifts that God gives to Well, I almost used words that I don't want them misconstrued. Um, I put on my Facebook site the other day, and it has to do with what we're talking about here. God does not call the qualified He qualifies those whom he calls. And I think that's especially true in in these last days. Um, 
I've just been amazed at at how God is blessing uh, my my friend Steve and and Doreen. Uh, not that they shouldn't be, but I mean it's it's like a supernatural kind of thing. And uh, by the way, he's going to have uh, General Michael Flynn on. He wrote me today and and told me, uh, reminded me that he's going to have General Michael Flynn on today. And most of you know who General Michael Flynn is. Uh, it's just, it's, it's interesting watching what God does. It's an awesome honor to be called his people. Uh, here I go again. Um, and I don't want you to get tired of this. But... How do I say this? There is a tendency of many many pastors and prophets and teachers to since we are also called the Gentiles I'm specifically talking about the Gentiles and I've said this time and again, and I, I, I can't emphasize it enough. The Gentiles are also called the chosen of God. But we were chosen for a different reason than Israel, who are called the chosen people of God. We've got to be very, very careful as we read promises in the Old Testament. We have, um, oh, don't want to use that word. Um, we have picked apart. Yeah, maybe that's a better term. Uh, we've picked apart the Old Testament and, and we have taken out phrases, uh, sentences, portions, uh, a few words that are promises without taking the whole thing into context. And it gets the, the Christian church all excited about what is going to happen and how it's going to happen. And, and uh, it's, it's like the, the Christian church, not all of them, 
but there there are movements going around of mm, trying to choose my words very carefully which I don't have I that that is not my forte um I, I'm a Texan I just come out there with it um These words, when taken out of context, were never meant for Christians. Yes, God will be with us. Yes, he will never forsake us. Uh, yes, he says, go forth. Yes, he, you know, there, there are things that are obvious that God will do with his people in the midst of the wicked. But there are things going around today, it, it's like, what has God given Christians, Gentiles? What, what has God given Gentiles? Eternal life. We have it, eternal life with everyone else who who has received Jesus and follows him and listens to him through Holy Spirit but there there is a tendency Oh, this is cutting right across. This is not going to be popular. Um, but it's going to help you understand Scripture. The Old Testament or Old Covenant, I need you to understand this, is a history of Israel of the children of Israel, of the Jews. And we kind of use uh, these days Jews in a, a, a broader sense. We don't ask anymore, are you of the northern kingdom or are you of the southern kingdom? Jews originally were those from Judah. the southern kingdom judah benjamin um, most of the prophecies in the old testament are to the southern kingdom there were some micah isaiah who did speak to the northern kingdom as well as the southern kingdom but but they will you will understand as you read you will get the gist if if you have like i've said before you have your your uh 
computer with you and you look up the names of the cities and, and all that, you'll understand what's Northern Kingdom, what's Southern Kingdom. There is... Mm. <laughs> oh, do I say it? Yes, I will. There is a tendency for the Western Church, what we would call the first um, first world nations. The third world nations are the ones that are very poor. Uh, they don't have the advances that we do here in the United States, Europe, Australia, um, and uh, Canada. I think you can distinguish, you know, a lot of the uh, poor African countries, and maybe it's better that they don't have all the advancements that we do. What's being espoused these days, I, I don't even recognize what's happening. I, I was listening to a, um, to a talk, Matt Walsh, if any of you know Matt Walsh, he, he did a, a special on what is a woman. And these days, there are women who will just flat, I heard him say, I don't know. What? Well, there are men who can have babies. Well, what they're saying is there are women who identify. That means they think they are. You know, they, I, I feel like more of a man than a woman, so therefore I'm a man. It's just nuts what's going on these days. And they say that's the gender well, I'm trying to find my old Webster's Dictionary. I, I have one, and I want to look up what it says. The, the newer ones, they've caught up with, and they've become very politically correct. But the old one, I want to look up what it says for gender, because gender and sex of an individual used to almost be interchangeable. But now, if, if you identify, and that means you think you are. Yeah, I'm going to be a woman today, so I'm going to wear a dress. Not me, but I'm going to wear a dress and, and uh, put on some high heels and, and play like I'm a woman. The... You know, we need an adult to come in and say, uh-uh, no, this is not going to happen. Men are not going to participate with women in the sports and take all the awards away from women. You know, it's just nuts. Without getting too graphic, what is a woman? Well, uh, do you produce babies? 
do you have two milk factories up top? Um, you know, I, I mean, it's obvious. Do you ovulate once a month? But, I mean, it's even being taught in universities. And there are pediatricians who, uh, just nuts. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. We can't do this to Scripture. We can't go in there and pick things out and say, well, uh, that's for us. I believe that's for us, so that's for us. Well, God doesn't work that way. There is a very popular, and, and it seems to be mostly in Christian churches in the United States. It's almost like we elevate ourselves above Christians in other countries. These things will happen to us. Will it? I don't know. I, the, the Bible is silent on those parts. But I'm telling you, we can't go... One of the verses, which over and over... In, in Jeremiah, I will restore the fortunes to your people. Well, what... What the this teaching, that those who teach this teachings forget is that there was a comma after that uh, in our English Bible, O Israel and Judah. You can't make this say what you want it to say. God was speaking about Israel and Judah, the, the, the two kingdoms, but Israel in, in, in the corporate sense. But man, I tell you, Christians have gone and taken that, and, and it, it's like first world Christians are just focused on money, focused on their rent being paid. And look, I understand <laughs> how well I understand. But instead of focusing on Scripture that's taken completely out of context, how about just trusting our Heavenly Father that He'll take care of us and do what's in front of you to do? God has promised us eternal life, and it's, it's almost like, well, that's not enough. I was listening to a um, to a podcast that was sent to me last night uh, by a listener, um, whom she said, "You know, this will be interesting for you and Claudia. I know her heart. I I know." Um, so I listened to it, and I, I'm glad she sent it. I'm glad she sent it. it. It's some of the very things that Steve and I have been talking about for a long time. 
that I just reference it here that we're talking about some things and I don't go into a lot of detail, but this podcast did go into a lot of detail and it's right along what Steve and I have been talking about. Um, Will there be some kind of riches to Christians in the end? I, I don't know. I do know that Scripture in the New Testament, Revelation specifically, doesn't say anything about things getting better and better and better and better. It talks about how things are getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Now, is there a period of time where we are given a period of time to do supernatural work within uh, the world to be able to reach more people for the gospel and the kingdom? I don't know. That is... I guess a possibility, but I know ultimately what's happening. And it's not going to be pretty. And it will test our trust in our Heavenly Father. Will we, will Christians have to go through those times? I don't know. That has to do with pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I'm just a pan-tribber. Claudia and I, <laughs> Claudia and I, we were talking with our, our friends Don and Pam the other night, and she brought up something that she and I had talked about for a long time. She said, uh, yeah, we're just pan-tribbers. We were talking about with them about pre-trib um, and persecution and, and things like that. And Claudia says, well, we're, we're pan-trippers. You know, it'll all pan out one way or the other. But we have a mission. And our eyes are to be focused on our Father and to complete that mission no matter what. You don't worry about the money. You do what's in front of you to do. And you trust your Heavenly Father. I know that there are people who have, again, taken things out of context and made the Bible say or infer that it's a rapture of the church before uh, the tribulation sets in. Which is kind of, uh, here we go, first world countries again. We're so arrogant. We don't sit and realize there are countries already going through heavy tribulation, murder, uh, Christians being jailed. In, in horrible circumstances and and 
being killed. Christians hunted down, killed right today in countries. And yet we in the first world countries are so arrogant. Talking about ourselves and, and forgetting the precious Christians who are going through it right now. If we don't read the Bible in context and quit gold digging, digging for gold in, in the Old Testament, taking things completely out of context, we're going to miss what the whole Bible is talking about. And I would, I would just say to you, quit Quit digging for the gold because you believe something and you take things out of context doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Be satisfied with what God has given us. And He gives us, if He gives us more, thank you, Lord. How are you going to use that to further the kingdom? Be careful how you read. Let it speak to you. Know the, the, um, the history of Israel and Judah which you can follow through with, with the kings. Micah. He was during the, the reigns of Asa and Hezekiah. Well, read about the times of Asa and Hezekiah. He talks about that the people will, be, will come back from being... Uh, being in Babylon. Well, that was 100, 150 years before it actually happens. You shall go to Babylon. There you shall be rescued. There the Lord will redeem you from the hand of your enemies. If you're going to take the ones that, the, the verses that say, I'm going to restore your fortunes. I mean, You've got to take the other part, too. You can't just take something out because it's something good. You've, you've got to apply the other part, too. So you're going to go into uh, captivity into Babylon. Is that right? Well, that, that's what else it says, along with restore the fortunes. It's a whole new way. of looking at scripture, but then you'll understand. Be content with what God has given us and trust him. Seek him. 
Will he be with us? Yes. All right, he's given us something that he didn't give the people of the Old Testament. We've got Holy Spirit, Helper. But that doesn't seem to be good enough. Prophecy is, for the most part, so that we can see in retrospect after it happens, oh, look at that, God predicted that. Be very careful if prophecy is given and you are putting a a definition to it you're 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 putting what is going to take place because i found in my life time and again when i thought that something meant one way god turns it around and i go oh wow i never looked at it that way just be faithful do the job God has given you to do. Well, what has he given me? That's between you and God. How much time are you spending with him? He'll reveal that to you. He may have you doing it. You don't even realize it. Be content with the miracles he has given you. Read our instruction manual in context. If he restores fortunes here in the U.S. and abroad, I great. But don't pull things out of context to try to foresee and then teach what scripture is not saying. I know this is boring for, for a lot of people. I cut you right across. Uh, if, if you don't look at it that way in context with history, you're going to miss the whole purpose of what God is saying. Be students of our Father's words. He'll reveal it to you. I want to understand. I want to be content. And just, I want on my tombstone, he was faithful to his family, to his God. That's what I want. And so as I listen to this music, I, I'll read, I have portions of scripture that I have open in front of me and I'll make notes and I'll underline as I'm listening to this music with you. Has God done something special with the United States? I'll, I'll have to say yes on that. I mean, it's, it's we have been put together this nation as no other has. 
Is God going to do something special? I know he has done something special. I don't know. It's silent. But the Bible's about Israel for the most part. And the New Testament is about Gentiles who become Christians. Come discover with me, kids, as we ask Holy Spirit to come.
Our Father has so many things to show us Gentile Christians. To be partners with Him in this last work here on planet Earth. But we can't see it if we take Scripture out of context. We've got to read it as God intended us to read it. And then we take verses like out of Romans that, that you know, we're, we're all Jews. And, and what, what, that's talking about salvation. That's, that's not talking about, well, we're actually Jews now. And so every one of the promises of the Old Testament are ours. And we, we have made such a mess of things. God has so many things to show us Gentiles. And so we're quiet before Him. We just love being in His presence. And that, that's one thing I love with the music here, is He is amidst, in the midst of the praises of His people. He's given us a gift that nobody else has been given like we have been given. Holy Spirit. But that's not good enough for many. Well, you and I are going to practice where it's good enough for us. And we thank Him for it. And we listen. We're content. As we do the work of our Father. I want you to see something as you listen. This is Alberto Rivera, instrumental. This song is entitled, Playing with Angels. Father, put in our minds things that you want us to see as we play this and we think about playing with angels.
to you I lift up my eyes, you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of a servant look to the hand of his master, or as the eyes of a maid look to the hand of her mistress, just so our eyes look to you, O Lord. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil and keep your soul. He will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. And adore you, and around me.
Sure. 
One of the things that I always talk about is our value before God and just how important we are. Because if, if I don't see my value, then I can't see the value of somebody you know, in front of me. You know, God says to love Him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and then to love my neighbor as myself. We did a tour over in Jerusalem to go and see the places that Jesus walked. So one, I'm walking where Jesus carried His cross when He was on His way to Golgotha to Calvary, to go and pay for my sin. So on this day, we're cruising up this place where Jesus carried his cross. It's the way of Christ, the Via Della Rosa. And here we are walking in this place. And here I am carrying my cross. Now my burden is for the lost. And the lost is anybody that doesn't know Jesus. We're going down past the lion's gate and we walk down just to, to walk down to the end of the tunnel because we wanted to see the Temple Mount. So we run down to the end 
and I see these two, uh, these, these two police officers down at the end. And these are Palestinians. So the one lady looks at me, she speaks English. Oh my goodness, can you ask him if he's got a trouble with his back? Does he have pain in his back? Yes. Can you ask him? Yes. Does, on this side, right here. Yeah, let me see. Watch. I thank you, Father. In the name of Yeshua, all pain go right now. She asked and he says, yes, how do you know this? And they've got guns, they've got machine guns. They're like, they're armed up. But those machine guns, my war is not against flesh and blood. Tell him to stand up and check. Stand up and check, check, see, see, check, see, it's gone, amen. We go up the tunnel, the guide says it's not a good place to be because they were going, they were doing Ramadan, they were, the Muslims were on there, and, and man, my, I don't fear, I love Jesus with all my heart, I'm eternal, I'm never going to die. I had an encounter with a man by the name of Yeshua, face to face. Yes, real, real. His, his name was Yeshua, face to face, and he changed my life. I shared Jesus with him that Esau is the one that healed you. God healed that Muslim at the gate. Completely healed him, man. Completely healed him. He asked me why and I got to preach a gospel, bro. Right there at the gate. Right there, man. Muslims can be healed right there. With machine guns on their back. With machine guns on their back. Get a word of knowledge about one. We have the opportunity of a lifetime to destroy hell for a living. And one of the ways you do that is by sharing the gospel. Thank you. Welcome. Bless you. Yeah. We love you guys, okay? You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you, man. Hey, do any of you guys have any kind of problems with your knees or your back? Why is that? Because I've watched, we watched so many healings. I have. You do with your back. Your knees or back? My back. They're police officers. There's really police. And I go up and I just, I got to share with them. Father, I'm just going to pray. That's all I'm going to pray. Father, I thank you right now. In the mighty name of Yeshua. I thank you for all pain going away right now. In the name of Yeshua right now. So I'm sharing Jesus with these guys. And the one guy has the machine gun on me. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm not there as a threat. But he, he doesn't know if I'm a threat or not. It's a high alert kind of place. Amen. Stand up and check. See. What's that feel? Is it good? Amen. And he's just smiling and just praying for him and just loving Jesus. Man, God loves you so much. Jesus is real. Just sharing that. And he's like, thank you very much. And then we got to go. Three weeks later, I get this text from a guy that was on the tour. He said, did you hear what happened at the Lion's Gate? I said, no. And he sends this picture of these two machine guns on the ground. And it says terrorists at the Lion's Gate came and they killed two Israeli police officers. And one of those police officers was one of the guys. We I know for sure it was one of the guys. I saw his picture. This sweet guy that didn't know God, that was Jewish. That man, all he needed was somebody to share the truth. I don't know who served before. It's not about that. All I know is that I will not stand before God and answer for the life of people. Because I'm going to be a witness like Jesus said. I, I want to cry because I'm not in a hurry. There's people that are going to hell, man. I can't do it. Can't, it breaks my heart. I mean, breaks my heart. 
So that guy got shot by these two terrorists right there and another police officer got killed before the terrorists were killed. I'm not saying that, that my words were anything except seed and water and I pray that that man came to Jesus before he went to meet God. See, my job is to sow or to water. Jesus says, some sow, some water. God brings the increase. How many Christians have passed these guys by? How many Christians have passed the Israeli soldiers by? And since I found this out, I just sat there and cried and said, God, make me a better witness. I don't want to walk by people. I'd not give them the opportunity for eternal life. Guys, it's time that you deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow him. Let this be a conviction. Watch it continually. Don't sit there and watch people just pass by. Sometimes people think you have to be led by God to talk to people. I'm telling you this, if you can look at somebody and honestly say, Jesus did not pay a price for that one, then you have the right to walk by them. But you can't say that because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him, he would have eternal life. Because everywhere we walk, people are dying. Do you care that one person in front of you is that important that their eternity hangs upon you being able to witness? The truth is, is that hell is real and we have the kingdom inside of us. Unless a man picks up his cross and denies himself, he cannot be my disciple. Make a decision to diligently seek him with all of your heart. If you put your eye on him, he will be found by you. He promises. Guys, it's time that we ask God to reveal to us who we truly are so that we can represent Jesus to a lost and dying world. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for holy conviction that we would walk as Christians in a lost and dying world. A Christian, a Christ-like one, one that walks like Jesus says we can walk. Help me destroy hell for a living, but the first place it needs to be destroyed is in your hellish thinking. You don't have the right to live as a mere man when you're a child of God.
It's one evening I was in my home with a group of friends and I was, we were just quietly waiting on God and I, I'm standing at my keyboard and sort of playing nothing in particular and then I start to see, I see this group of people camped in the desert and it's nighttime and then I hear the sound of a trumpet and it's a distant trumpet and it comes closer and closer and closer and then I, I look and I see that it's the Lord himself and he's on this, he's on this huge horse and he comes with, he comes to the camp where, they, where these people are and he's saying, you have to come away, you can't stay here any longer, you have to wake up, you have to come. But then it's also like, come away with me, my beloved, it's, it's so tender. And then they come into this realm of, of glory, I don't really know how to describe it, it was like bright and light and timeless and, and there they are and they're drawn in to the center of this place which is which is worship there's this worship going on and they're drawn into it and it's like oh this is i'm so glad i came this is what i was made for and it's the lord and he's saying comfort my people speak tenderly to jerusalem comfort my people speak tenderly to jerusalem as for you bethlehem ephrata for you are little among judah from you shall he come, come forth to me, who is to be ruler in Israel, and his name shall be called Wonderful, and his name shall be called Mighty God, and he shall rule all nations. For he shall be our peace. In latter days will the Lord's house be established. Nations will flow unto thee. Then will they say, Let us go to God's mountain, and there he will teach us his marvelous way. His name shall be called Wonderful And His name shall be called Mighty God And He shall rule all nations For He shall be happy Their swords in the plowshares, the spears into pruning hooks. No more shall nation live sword against nation, and they shall not learn to make war anymore. And his name shall be called Wonderful, and his name shall be called mighty God, and he shall rule our nation, 
for he shall be our peace for he shall rule our nations for he shall be happy Time to bring the harvest in. It is the time for reaping and for gathering. The season of the latter rain. Oh, son of David, give 
about the spirit of grace and of power, Lord, fill up our hearts with joy in this hour. It is the time for life to
You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.